And I think that when social media works for a brand, it says, hey, the, this is a company that I can trust. But yeah, what is the biggest barrier to get these people to be able to hurdle to kind of get more creative, collaborative? Uh, so I actually come from a unique background of working at a radio station for 16 years on a, a large morning show here in Minnesota. Hey everybody, this is Jake Stainbrook with HVAC Hustle Podcast. In the house today, we have Steve Letarte. Hi there. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about social media marketing strategies for HVAC. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're not familiar with Steve Letarte's background, doing all sorts of types of content, whether it's informative, educational, uh, meme-worthy, getting his hands dirty within the houses themselves. Um, yeah, kind of take it away and tell me what were some of your experiences and what kind of got you started down the whole marketing avenue? Uh, so I actually come from a unique background of working at a radio station for 16 years on a, a large morning show here in Minnesota. Uh, and then I had the opportunity to come and be the marketing director at Dean's Home Services. And you know, obviously there's a, a lot of different um, you know, areas. And what's great about Dean's and just the opportunity there was is that they, they knew that you know, people spend a lot of time on social media. They're going to continue to spend a lot of time on social media. And that there was an opportunity to create content um, on what is usually a more fun, visually appealing format um, to create like more value for people. So, so for me, what I think is interesting is, you know, I think for HVAC as a whole, HVAC is heating and cooling at the end of the day. That's all it's about. And for 95% of people, they are going to want to know if their AC stops, that someone's going to come and help them. And same thing for their, their heating system. And I think that when social media works for a brand, it says, hey, the, this is a company that I can trust. And that was the number one goal when creating content for Dean's. And I think that should be a content, that should be the number one goal for all HVAC or service companies. And it's more than just having a image of a nice house with a with someone you know their hands behind their head sitting back relaxing and having it be saying happy fourth of july or um, remember to turn your fans from clockwise to counterclockwise right. uh, i think great brands that are really trying to focus on hvac right now are recognizing that they need to have people rep uh, recognize representing their company that is putting a face to it they need to put a face to a lot of what they're putting out there. Yep. And while doing that, they can that's where they can start to explore. They can do fun content, they can do helpful content, you know, tips and tricks and things like that. Um, they can also do things like just showing like what their people are like. Sure, I'll quickly interject. So I worked at a marketing agency previously. One of my biggest barriers up to entry when I'm building out campaigns or strategies with current clients is getting them to buy in. Yeah. What's what's the biggest barrier to get these people to buy in because again they're detail oriented they're structured they're going to kind of do it my way or the highway it kind of seems like mm -hmm. yeah if, if, correct me if i'm wrong um but yeah what is the biggest barrier to get these people to get over the hurdle to kind of get more creative collaborative i think uh it, it, get a, some it's sexy content the first time is going to be time sure um because you have about 50 million other things going on and you know to be honest the best content is going to be coming from people that work for that company. And if you can't do that because you don't have the people, you don't have the expertise, you know, that's when it's really good to work with an outside company. Now, 
at, that's when you need to make your choices. Are you going to be just like everybody else, or are you going to step out and be unique? Yeah. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people make the mistake. Well, when it comes to social media, for example, I think that it's something that really should be controlled by the organization, by the company. And if you don't have someone there in the building that can do great stuff, then you need to find it. And the the caveat to that is, is that going out to like an ad agency, a lot of times it's just going to be a, a evergreen content, right. which doesn't help at all. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, that's something we embody at uh, Hook Agency for sure. We don't do any social media services. Uh, we believe it's more of an intimate, uh, needs to be handled in-house. I mean, you'll come, you'll come up with ideas, yep. but I think that's what's unique um, for a lot of companies is that like you have an opportunity to, uh, with the social media, you have an opportunity to talk about your services, mm -hmm. to put a face to the business, okay? Um, you also have the opportunity to um, have like a, your personality come out and really bless, and uh, especially even more your culture. Yep. People want to work with people that they feel connected to, and especially when it's someone that's coming into your home to service, maintain, or help replace an expensive part of your house, yep. okay? And something that only happens every once in a while, it's important to A, create that relationship. And I think that's where like social media, paid and organic, has a place. And it doesn't always just need to be a meme or something that reminds you to turn your fan around um, during, you know, going from clockwise to counterclockwise. It can be a lot of different things. True. And you mentioned paid or organic. When would you attack a paid lane or when would you stick to organic? Obviously. I think for HVAC, a lot of times, if you have something that you really feel is going to move the needle, then go ahead and do paid. I think paid is... Sorry, let me take that again. Let me answer that again. Um, I think you should use paid to continue to have brand awareness. Uh, if you are looking for it to drive leads today, or if you start a campaign and you put $1,000 and you're going to get 15 great jobs, that's not going to happen. Sure. I mean, it's just not going to happen um, compared to uh, being top of mind because again for HVAC companies you are not a want you are a need and that's another big thing that I think is really important to remember when making content or customer services there's very little loyalty out there and if you want that loyalty you need to continue to provide a benefit um, and be top of mind and again if you're top of mind and you're delivering stuff that's memorable and bonus if it's helpful that's how you get those new customers. But again, it's not going to happen in the same way as, you know, some of the other different, you know, customer acquisition. Yep, you know, that makes sources. sense. One of the hot burning questions in house, content, quality or quantity? I think it's a mixed bag. I think that is a, I think in a perfect world, mm -hmm. you would have a huge quantity of quality content but that is not likely. I think that that's why, you know, content calendars are so important. That's why we have tent poles. Mm -hmm. um, tent poles for me are the, the, the main things that I want to do every single year. For Dean's Home Services, I always want to talk about the quality service. I want to talk about the 
being a Dean's Club member, all the different benefits that you would get. Yep. And I would also want to produce helpful content that would make people's lives easier and improve people's lives for each of the different service areas. Now, when it comes to quality, how I would personally plan it is, is those tent poles, each of those little ones, I would say, okay, that tent pole is going to happen in January. Sure. That tent pole is going to happen in February. And then I take that big idea and I break it into my quality play. Love it. Um, that would be my argument. Um, quality is great, and that should be the basis for your quantity that you're putting out. Love it. Love it. What, with that being said, um, when, when do you start building? Is that when you start building themes around all the quality content? That's what that, like, that's we're, we're, a, so that, yes. Okay. Yes. I think that's the number one thing is that I think so many people. Um, think about like um, when they approach their social media, but any really any of their content marketing, they look at it at uh, what's good for them. Sure. That they have a sale, um, they think it's good for them to call today, but really you're creating content to improve someone's life or to make their day better. So then take the next step back, okay? If I'm not providing helpful content or entertaining content, which is helpful also, okay? What am I doing? Well, I'm creating content that has helped someone know that their, for example, their AC is working. Yep. Okay. So what's the greatest way to do that? What are some spring maintenance tips? Okay. If that's the big quality content is those spring maintenance tips. Okay. Then my quantity comes to when I start talking about, hey, um, instead of finding out on June 15th when it hits 100 degrees that your AC doesn't work, let's turn it on when it's 50 degrees outside and let it run for a few minutes and yeah. make sure that it cools down, okay? Here's another great idea is that like when summer does hit, okay, let's find out what the optimal temperature is, is because if you leave and you drop your AC to 65 degrees, okay, uh, and then you allow it to go back to 70, it has to work a ton yes. to, to fix for the degree change. And that's where all that energy use gets used, used up. And that's how we run into problems, all right? Again, starting with an idea of, okay, I'm going to be helpful. I'm going to provide value to someone. You don't have to give away the company secrets, right. but I'm going to provide that value or something that shows the type of company we are, okay? That's right. another quality piece, okay? That we have people that are veterans, that we have individuals that are, um, you know, that whatever, whatever the unique pieces are, okay? Yep. I can only think of weird, strange, ridiculous ones right yeah. now. Like, Spence, oh. What are, what are a few? You don't mind me asking, I guess. <laughs> They're all offensive, like. Although, hey, I'm well, a handicapped person that has zero clue what I'm doing in my, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. missing a limb. But um, it gets buzzed, right? I mean, not necessarily in that tone, but. Exactly, yeah. what, whatever the, like, okay. Like, for example, for Dean's, you know, we would talk a lot about like, um, that like uh, our guys would give tours of their work vehicles. Okay. Does that make anyone's life better? No. But is it a fun little video and you're like, hey, I've always wondered what's inside a truck? Right. Like, I, I mean, again, people are nosy, okay? True. You know, we can't have them look, you know, I actually did do like a, a, a tour of like a person's house, like they did a Cribs kind of tour. Sweet. And that had huge traffic because it's something like that's evergreen, that's fun, again, that can be part of the culture vibe, all right? That. Yep. So that's again where I say going back to quantity versus quality. Obviously, in a perfect world, it's both. I think that you can. What you really do is you try to make really quality content, and then splice it up from there to get the quantity. Really mixing in, you, you get the 
quality, quantity, content, all kind of mixed in. And then you obviously do meme format, uh, culture format, something that's more mm -hmm. intimate with your team, what you're doing for current clients, what you're doing in homes. Um, for instance, Tim last week comes around the office. We have some people who like fish in office and not. So he whips out a can of sardines and we just start doing a IRL in real life moment, mm -hmm. shooting it, get a couple office reviews, and that's been one of our most successful pieces in the last couple of weeks. And so it's, just, I mean, it's a visual inside, you know, the company, your culture, who you are as humans, and I think that does carry a lot of weight. So, so I love that you said that. I think we're, that's the greatest thing about the opportunity for an HVAC company or any kind of like service company is that you see this stuff on a daily basis, but 99.9% sure. .9 of people do not. Yeah. And um, I always go back to when I worked at a radio station, they did um, focus groups, all right? And this yep. is when, you know, obviously they would talk to all these different people. And at the radio station one day, we did all these bits that we spent a lot of time on. We did all these conversations. You know, we set up really big stunts. And there was one of the times- was at iHeartRadio. This right? is where I, when I worked for iHeartRadio, correct. And uh, at one point, literally the top, like most compelling thing that we did in this one week period, and I will never forget this, okay? It was compelling, it rated high with all demographics, people were interested and they were happy when it was done. They felt fulfilled, okay? Was we talked about if pepper expires. And Simple during a five minute break on the radio, we did the whole thing of bringing it up. We actually like, we didn't even like know the information. We Googled it while on the air. Nice. Found the information, made jokes about it. And then said, and found out that actually, yes, it does expire and it tastes, you know, just degrades over time, blah, blah, blah. But that's the point is that there are little things that are quirky, unique, different. Yep. Those are the things that are going to explode for you. Top the of mind. The stuff like the sardines. And that's how you stay top of mind. Yep. Top of mind, right off the dome. You're mm -hmm. just kind of spitting it out. That's a. Uh, I feel like if one person's thinking it, the whole world's thinking it. And yeah. So, so you really got to dive deep and think of a creative way to expose that question. I almost wonder if like, you don't dive deep. Oh, you do okay. the opposite. Spit some on that real quick. So, I mean, we can look around the room right now and I can say like, okay, this gold hook. I mean, where did this gold hook come from? Why did we choose to buy this gold hook? And was it actually gold? And what is the Tim story behind you. it? Okay. <laughs> now, I know the story that Tim basically found it somewhere and then he spray painted it that color, okay? Which is cool, right? That's fine. That's a cute story. Can I yeah. give you the full story? But is there a but there's a full story? Tim's here and I'm going to I want there better be an arrow. Podcast. There better be an arrow right so here. The question is where did this come from? I'll tell you the story. There's actually another agency called Red Hook. Wait, this is their their merch? This is not even his merch. <laughs> Holy shit. They, and they gave it to somebody else, and then that person gave it to me, and it was red, and then I bought a gold spray paint, and then I spray painted it gold, and I put it in here because I'm cheap like that, and I stay scrappy. You heard it there. <laughs> I just thought, I don't know what the noise is for an animal that sounds like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Probably not going to include that. Part. I hope <laughs> do an overlay video of it. But that's but to the point yep. is like I mean obviously that is a hook. Yep. Uh, who really cares? But when Tim has a funny story about how it was actually another ad agency, a gift to another ad agency, and really if I actually scrape this, yep. I might actually see the red hook underneath it. Was it a red hook or what, what color? Was it? Yeah, it was red. Called red hook. And the yep. agency's called Red Hook. What? That's that right there. It's like having a. I mean, 
is there a microphone? Are they listening yeah. in? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do that. Right. It's like having Putin right in the White House. Right. I mean, you have competition. I mean, that's again something that is funny to us and would make a fun. Like, oh, yeah, or hey, what's going on with that? Again, that's where you can look around and you can walk in and you will find, and really at the end of the day, what does it mean? It all comes down to you being curious. That's how you find that quality content. Love it. So if we're going to talk about if there is a process, which I hate processes because I'm ADD, mm-hmm. but the process would be curiosity, determine what your pillars are or your tent poles are, which are your quality, mm-hmm. and then you go to the races and cut it up into as many different things as you can. One final question I have, just uh, kind of relate back to the audience, our viewers, listeners, thanks for, thanks for tuning in again. Um, what would be, after our whole talk, quality, quantity, uh, types of strategies, types of content, what's your number one focus point with everything we kind of went in, and what would you tell a company really that's trying to blow up their HVAC marketing and social media? Consistency. That I think that uh, that would be the number one thing. I think that where I, and it was fun for deans, and I know that you know Tim here has done things that are similar, where basically where you almost say, I'm going to put something online every day for a month. Because it's at the end of the day, the gods of YouTube or Facebook or any social media company, the algorithm will award you Mm -hmm. because it feels like it needs to. But again, that consistency, that is going to be your number one way. If you are then consistent for a month and then you quit for the next 11 months, then so figure out what consistency looks like to you. Have little sprints maybe where you you post every single day. Sweet. But that's how you then grow that snowball to success. Love it. Consistency. 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 Um, Consistency and curiosity. Love it. Be curious and be consistent. I like it. All right. Uh, Steve, now's the time for you to kind of give uh, a little call, out, call to action here. Um, you can Any find social me. social media channels? Yeah, you can yeah, find me on uh, just Steve Latart, uh, S-T-E-V-E-L-A-T-A-R-T. Uh, if you want to reach out, or it's just stevelatard at gmail.com. Awesome, Steve. Yeah. If you didn't hear that below, it'll be in the comment section below or description below. We'll have it all linked out. Um, like, comment, subscribe. Again, HVAC Hustle. Yeah. Do, what you got to do is you got to you gotta like, like back up into that like button. Okay? That's you got to yeah. ask them. Just, oh, just yeah. back that ass up into the like a button. Little, uh, do a little... Literally never said for you to do that, but booty bump into that like button. If you, yeah, Comment, give that give subscribe. that like button a little booty. Let's bump. See, let's see, let's see it from. Uh, oh, you want it? Oh, okay. Yeah, if you yeah. want it from this, I have a, my wife says I have a flat <laughs> ass. But if I was to boot, if there was a like button right here on the HVAC Hustle page, I'd go like this, pop. And I love it. I, I hope that it's animated. The pop. Ready? Three, two, one. HVAC Hustle page, booty bump Boop. that like and subscribe button. I love it. You heard it here. Thank you again, everyone. Uh, Again, the HVAC Hustle podcast put on by HookAgency.com. You guys rock.